Make America no. <gasps> Hello and welcome to I'm Usually More Professional, a weekly political podcast from the team at Sportsbet. Not only are we podcasting, but we are also on YouTube, so you can find us on the Sportsbet YouTube channel. My name is Alice Workman, and joining me, as always, is Sam Dastiari and hey, hey. Joe Hildebrand. Hi. Hello, hello. Oh, I'm so excited about a podcast that you can see. It's like radio <laughs> with pictures. <laughs> It's the future. Who would have thought? <laughs> it's so 2017. Only 50 years after putting a man on the moon. Here we are. Well, it is less than Allegedly. six weeks until the first Tuesday in November. And we should note the voting has already begun. That is an important thing. The, to, the mailing vote. Yeah, to really uh, emphasise. But yeah. we're going to kick off this week uh, with a story about... Um, a surprise entrance into the US political debate, the Duchess of Sussex. She's oh. apparently been cold calling voters ahead of the election. Uh, she came up with the idea herself and pitched it to <laughs> oh. her friend. Of course she did. <laughs> no and, shit. No, and she pitched it to her friend Gloria Steinem. <laughs> oh, and then no. Steinem oh, outed it and told Access Hollywood, quote, oh. the first thing we did and why she came to see me was we sat down at the dining room table where I am right now and cold called voters and said, hello, I'm Megan and hello, I'm Gloria and how are you going to vote? And that was her initiative. Meg is herself smart, authentic, funny, political. She came home to vote. Also, Megan and Harry, not a US citizen, have recorded this video telling people to register to vote. Congratulations to this year's transformative leaders and change makers. You worked tirelessly to create a better world, a better global community for all of us. And we thank you and celebrate you tonight. Now, we're just six weeks out from Election Day, and today is National Voter Registration Day. Every four years, we are told the same thing, that this is the most important election of our lifetime. But this one is. This election, I'm not going to be able to vote here in the US. But many of you may not know that I haven't been able to vote in the UK my entire life. As we approach this November, it's vital that we reject hate speech, misinformation, and online negativity. Okay, so just to clarify, oh, okay, okay. he is not a US citizen and he has never voted because mm. the, the British family, they, well, yeah. they can, but they don't. They okay, choose so, not to because right. they don't want to seem to be, you know, backing yep, either side, can, even yeah. though the Queen has weekly meetings with the PM and tells him what to do. Anyway, um, so she is going to make history as the first British royal member to publicly exercise her right to vote. And I think it's safe to she say... she Canadian. She's voting for... But no, she lived in Canada because that's Canada where she filmed the of, TV um, show. Because of uh, suits. suits. Yeah. Okay. So obviously she's voting for no, Biden. Did he just point. try and do the whole pity thing, which is, poor me, I can't <laughs> vote here, and I couldn't vote. Most people don't know, I couldn't vote. It's not like he was held by the Taliban back mm. in Afghanistan. I couldn't vote because I am the royal family. That was his yeah. argument. I am the royal family. I couldn't vote. Yeah. Now I'm in America. And you're still oppressing me because I can't vote here either. <laughs> and, and I'm a ginger. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, this, isn't this just that democratic... Kind no, I was going to move to Jamaica. Just so you... But isn't this that democratic bullshit that ends up constantly working against them? Yep. It is, there, is there anything more elitist than a movie star and a prince? Mm. Right? And not, mm. not like the good prince and a different kind of prince. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start singing. <laughs> yeah. but, no, but a prince telling people they should roll to vote. I mean, how do they think this is going to work? How well, do they, I think I think obviously the, the Democrat strategists have looked at the Hillary Clinton campaign and figured out what went wrong, which was not enough high-profile celebrities endorsed no, her. No, see, this is the problem. That prob was the problem. There was not enough. She spent too much time. The Hollywood elite No, no, but this is the problem. Enough. Their problem is they don't control these people, right? So when you all these kind of... Well, glorious... someone's controlling them. I want to see a copy of today's newspaper because that was the <laughs> worst hostage video I've seen 
<laughs> since Johnny Depp and Amber Heard <laughs> tried to get their dogs back. Boo and p- pistol and boo. No, okay. So he's right. So this Gloria Stein, you know, um, Megan Markle. Steinem, yeah. Their solution to everything is always themselves. That's that yeah. celebrity mentality, yeah. mm. which is, yeah. oh, if things are going bad, we have to so that the people yeah. need to see more of us. But yeah. we feel this because we're Australian. Maybe Americans buy into this kind of stuff. Like uh, uh, we're we're anti tall poppy, right? Like we don't like being talked down to or talked at at all. <laughs> I think the only the only people who would think this is a good idea are the people who are already going to come out and in and droves vote. and vote for, for Biden. Yeah, I think sure. most people say, because Sam's right. It's the only you know. I just realized I just figured something out, yeah. and. I just figured that everyone else is too stupid to have figured it out because I just figured it out. So I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to call everybody <laughs> and tell them what I just figured out. And then those stupid people will know what to do. It reminds me of that Imagine video that was oh made during God COVID. Do you remember heaven. this one? And then they're going and singing it to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, oh, they're going outside and singing Imagine to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> I mean, hasn't the poor, but she's the woman's had cancer for the last 10 years. Hasn't she suffered enough? All right. Now she's got to hear an a cappella cover version <laughs> of Fucking Imagine sung by people who can't fucking sing. Uh, All right, let's see how, uh, a good day. Let's see how Donald Trump reacted to Meghan Markle. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle uh, chimed in on the U.S. election and essentially encouraged people to vote for Joe Biden. I wanted to get your reaction to that. I'm not a fan of hers. And uh, I would say this. And she probably has heard that. But uh, I wish a lot of luck to Harry. Because he's going to need it. This reminds me of when he was tweeting. Like, he often tweets celebrities, you know, when they break up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's gone the wedge, though. I mean, that is is classic, isn't it? Harry's good. You know, mine's bad. When you finally, when you finally get rid of Yoko, Harry, you know, you're welcome <laughs> back call. anytime. <laughs> I'll invite you to the White House. <laughs> maybe is it? Is there a ranger code? Maybe. Do you think? I don't that's, think he's a ranger. Blonde, isn't he? He's orange, but that's not from his hair. That's from chemicals. Oh. Spray tans. He's a blonde. Yeah. Trump's a blonde. Is he? We'll get the to that. strawberry blonde. At best. Well, I mean, we'd have to see the golden showers tape to really decide, right? <laughs> we'd have to. <laughs> Have to ask Stormy Daniels. <laughs> I want to see if the uh, matches are drapes. Still <laughs> glue. <laughs> she just died. Wow. I didn't know that. I just uh, you're telling me now for the first time. She led an amazing life. What else can you say? She was an amazing woman. Whether you agreed or not, she was an amazing woman who led an amazing life. I'm actually sad to hear that. I am sad to hear that. Thank you very much. Okay, so wow. I just want to emphasize we did not add the Elton John oh, that to is that fantastic. video. That timing um, is perfect. So that was Donald Trump finding out about the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh, to give the context, he'd just uh, come out of a rally in Minnesota and was on a tarmac at the airport about to uh, go into so, Air Force so One. no one put that soundtrack, no one put that underlay. So he you know, plays that was Tiny actually, Dancer. Ha- that was actually yeah, happening Yeah, at the end the of background. all of his rallies, he Why plays Tiny, Tiny Dancer? Dancer. I don't know. It's a great song, though. Maybe it's for one of his favourites, but I mean, it's kind of weirdly... Is because Elton's the only one who hasn't gotten around to cancelling oh, yeah, permission? I think so. so. But how weirdly poignant, you know, Tiny Dancer oh, softly amazing. playing so beautiful. and him, and him not thing? saying anything mean. Yeah, it's, it's, a be- it's, it's, it's just so, beautiful. That was, it was actually so out of character. What, a, what a vision of grace. Mm. Right. And also his statement that he put out the next day 
remarkably not political at all, no mention of uh, mm. moving quickly to fill the Supreme Court, uh, to uh, nominate someone for the Supreme Court. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was, but I mean, you know, now we know that he's got to announce his pick on Saturday and it will be a woman and obviously he will try and push it through before the election. Uh, which is only 42 mm. days away. Okay. But, but just, he's, just but he's a, doing it graciously. Yeah, and also Ruth Bader Ginsburg was nominated and, and uh, sworn in within 42 days as well. So it has yeah. been done yeah. before. And also, Not- who could have seen this coming? I mean, who could have? I mean, it's, <laughs> it's completely blindsided people. I mean, she's sudden death. I mean, got a life tragically cut short. Um, but she's, 87, had cancer twice. 87, had cancer twice and was asked by the Obama administration in a kind of roundabout, touchy-feely way. Mm. Even had lunch with Obama where it was thought that he was fishing about her plans for retirement. And actually explicitly in 2014, according to this Reuters report of... Well, it's it's Reuters India, so the news really (laughs) travelled. But she actually delivered a message to Liberals. I'm reading now. Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg has a message for Liberals who have been saying the 81-year-old... It's too early for retirement. What Joe Hockey says people should work to sixty-seven. They call for his head. Yeah, she's <laughs> He's hanging on. At, he, she's now. hanging on at eighty-one. Anyway, so saying that for liberals, smaller liberals, lefties in the US, have been saying the eighty-one-year-old should step down while Democratic President Barack Obama is in office, so he can appoint her successor. Jesus Christ! Do you think? You think that might be a good idea? But she said no. Okay, she said she, she, she said, said no. no. She said no. She said, "Who would you rather have? Who would you who would you want rather than me?" Well, I don't know, Ruth. Someone alive would be a good start because <laughs> we don't got that now. And now the Republicans are, and they're perfectly entitled to chuck in whoever they want. And now they're going to have a six-three majority. I don't understand this. This is the the strategic tactical bit that makes no sense to me whatsoever in all of this. Right? Is that my earpiece is falling out? Um, the okay. The strategic piece makes no sense. Normally what you want to do is you want to energise your base. Yep. You want to get your base out to vote. You yep. want to motivate them, give them a reason. One thing that is known, and every poll says this repeatedly, is one of the reasons why you know conservative Republicans stick with Trump is because he puts conservative justices in. Yep. Mm, yeah. You do the high court before the yep. election... What is their motivation? What's the incentive? What's it's the a, incentive? It's a, it's a big, big question. And so from what I've heard just from various little snippets and media reports and everything is the Republicans are basically divided as to what the strategy could be. So one is obviously that don't appoint the, the justice and then Republicans will come out to make sure you put a you know a pro-lifer in the anti-abortion. Yep. Because the week after the, the election, court. the Supreme Court is hearing Obamacare. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So if you swing and add an extra conservative onto the panel... Exactly, exactly, exactly. The other uh, rule of thought is that if he just does it and rams it through and the Senate ratifies it or whatever and the and, and they're on there and it's 6-3, it will so completely break the Democrat spirit. Yeah. Can I give you a reason? Theory. I'm going to go your theory. I'll give you mine. Abortion abortion law. Because one of the big conversations this week has been about Roe v. Wade, yep. which, let's keep in mind, was 50 years ago. Yep. So anyone who is 60, it's been around since they were 10. Yep. So... There's been a big argument that Trump's moder- the moderates that swung to Trump are actually not anti-abortion yeah. because they're not super conservatives. They're swing voters. They're in mm, the middle yeah. because abortion has been around their whole lives and they're fine with it, right? Yep. So if there is a move by whoever he appoints to uh, change abortion law, 
then maybe people won't vote for it. Okay. The, uh, the, another way of looking at it is this isn't all about the court of disputed returns afterwards, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the conspiracy yeah. theory is no, this, no, right? At the end of the day, right? Same as 2000. Yeah, same as 2000. Uh, his, number, his path to victory is complicated, yeah. right? Uh, you know, uh, to, it's highly unlikely he'll win the popular vote. Of course he can. Right? Mm. But he does certainly has some path to victory. Yep. There's going to be postal ballots. He's barely about to claim you know, an election result. He's clearly setting up to go to court afterwards regardless. Yep. He's not going without kicking the screen. If he has a more compliant court, yep. uh, that changes the dynamic as well. You might turn around and say, fuck it. Yep. We don't even need to motivate people to show up on election day. We'll just win in the court afterwards. You've got five justices saying, oh, the postmark on this letter, this mail-in ballot is a little bit smudged. I'm not sure. Yeah. I think... That's a I think that's a, I think that's a really good one. And again, as you say, yes, if he puts he puts his person in, that might be a disincentive for Republicans to turn out. But of course, it also robs the Democrats of saying, you know, come and vote for me, and I'll put this amazing young woman or you know, dynamo mm. young gun or whatever it is on the Supreme Court because that's already taken so, away. So and surely it's like a Mediscare argument, so right? If you were if you were world. Biden, you'd run the next six weeks. Full Obamacare, they're going to take it away. They're going to take it. They're going to take it away. You've got to vote for us so that we can get in and pick the next Supreme Court. Justice. Yeah, but you can kind of do that. I don't know. You can kind of do that anyway, right? As, as, as <laughs> he says, having done point, it previously, right, the whole point of a scare campaign is it doesn't have to be real. <laughs> well, no, because I mean, if, if you're getting to a point where my scare campaign is based on explaining the numbers in the High Court, right? Mm. Uh, but no, people in America care about they, these they, sorts they, of things. They do care. I'm not saying they don't care. I'm saying. It, the purport, just the general, they will take away your Medicare mm. um, if they win, is a much more easier thing than trying to explain the court and the yeah. justice and this person and the swing and this and that. I mean, if you're actually going to get people going to you know change their vote or, or motivate them to turn out, these aren't the super motivated, super keen people to begin with. Oh, yeah, this is a really odd because if this was Australia, right, it would this would be held back till after polling day for sure, and both parties would try to rev up their own bases. The mm. fact that they're trying to get this done, also there's an element of, I assume within the more kind of conservative parts of the Republican Party, who the Mitch McConnells and them, who genuinely believe their role in politics is to fix the court system. Mm. It's also a, screw it, we might lose this election, uh, which I don't think Trump cares about as much. I mean, you know, like, like Trump doesn't care about the court. Trump cares about winning the election. They care about the court. The election's yeah. a means to an end. And, and the, Supreme, the court, and fix it now. The Supreme Court holds a much different place in American democracy than our court system does here. Well, as no well. one could name a single m- member of our high court. That's right, but one, of, but, but 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 appointing members of the Supreme Court is one Except of the one who was one of people. the presidents and um and Senate's most important functions. And the Supreme Court, of course, like the job of the president is to uphold the Constitution. The job of the Supreme Court is to interpret the Constitution. Mm. These are seen as absolutely central to the idea of American democracy. And of course, this is also a. Uh, a democracy in which in many other jurisdictions judges are elected yep. and so it is an, the justice system is very clearly one of the three pillars not just of government or of of um, institutional government if you like but of democracy itself and so I, so I, I think it's you know the idea that it, that appointing a supreme court would be a side issue to Americans, like it would be to yeah. many of us here, mm-hmm. is not true. People see this as very, very central, and abortion is front and center in it. Yeah, well. and to give you an idea of what the polls are saying, immediately after the notorious RBG died, Politico and Morning Consult polls said fifty percent of registered voters surveyed. Uh, said the winner of the election should pick since, quote, the election is fewer than 50 days away. 37% said Trump should pick since, quote, he is the current president. 12% have no opinion. But when you break it down into um, how important it is to voters, 
60% of Democrats say the High Court's very important and 54% of Republicans say it's very important. But more Democrats, I mean, a majority of Democrats and Republicans think that their side should pick. I mean, this is the yeah, hypocrisy of, yeah. of it, right? Of course, that of course. It doesn't matter who's in power or who course, controls the Senate. Right. You always want your side to pick, even if you don't have a mandate to pick. I just, he is the president. There's 40 days to go. Surely yeah. it's his prerogative well, yeah, it's, to it's, pick, and I think right? it's every hard single... to take anything serious when you start referring to it as a notorious RBG, because I'm just picturing <laughs> Biggie Smalls at the moment. <laughs> She's a cold icon. Should we have a listen to what uh, Trump said when he was asked about uh, what he'd do with the replacement? Yes. We have an obligation. We won. And we have an obligation as the winners to pick who we want. Uh, that's not the next president. Hopefully I'll be the next president. But we're here now. Right now we're here. And we have an obligation to the voters, all of the people, the millions of people that put us here in the form of a victory. We have an obligation to them, to all of those voters. And it's a very simple thing. So he, he tweeted, uh, I will be announcing my Supreme Court nominee on Saturday at the White House. Exact time TBA. This is fantastic, isn't it? The way he plays the game. Right? Like, it's like a reality TV event. Yeah. You know, everyone, yeah. I mean, Sunday dun, dun. our time, obviously. I'll be working. I'll watch. Who's he going to announce? But, but also co- to, maybe a woman. Little bits of, no, no, he said, he said it's probably going to be a woman. Can I give you one mm, other stat? Um, just to give you an idea of yes. uh, what it mean, her death really means. In the first hour after she died, 6.2 million was donated to the Democrats. That was a record mm. amount in an mm. hour. The next hour, 6.3. So the record went up again. The following day, they broke another record and raised $70 million in one day. The previous record was $42 million. Wow. So she's wow. bringing in money for the Democrats. She's bringing in At cash. a time, I think, when that I money... No, when money's more important <laughs> than ever, right? No. Yeah, but no, all- I actually don't. I, I think this is one of these, these these kind of strange situations in these kind of presidential campaigns in the US. Cambridge Analytica's not cheap, but- Sam. Uh, Trump, spent, only... Trump spent less than Hillary last time around. Yeah, didn't he? but you get to this stage with these campaigns where the marginal value of dollars, I think down ballot races, money makes a big difference still. The marginal value of that last kind of couple of dollars when you're already spending so big, when your message is out. Mm. People know who Trump is. Mm. They know who Biden is. Uh, these are not people who have difficult getting airtime when they want to get airtime. They're heard. It's what your message is. Sure, at the margins, some advertising, some campaigns, some negative ads can do a few things. But again, the scale is so big. Everyone is so vested in this mm. right? that it's not like an Australian campaign where the you know our leaders are ill-defined. Especially mm. at like you know state or whatever levels in America, these are very well defined. These are the most famous people yeah. in America. But that's that's to do with non compulsory voting, though, isn't it? I think it's I think it's also to do with the the death of kind of centre left, centre right norms in in politics in every pretty much every liberal democracy in in Western Europe, North America, and here. And so you don't in. In an age where both leaders are pretty beige, both leaders are cautious about what they say, where they have uh, you know very scripted talking points, for example, you probably do need those attack ads more to really set out the point of difference and say things that the yep. candidates themselves can't say. But when you've got someone like Donald Trump as one of the, the candidates, and, and he bragged about it for you, he said, I don't need to buy ads because every yep. time I get up on a stage and start talking, every fucking network in the country mm. pulls whatever they're showing and right. goes straight to, to a live feed and he just gets millions and millions of dollars worth of free publicity that he doesn't even have to pay for. So, you know... And I used to just attack them. Remember, he used to get them to point them out and say, this yeah, is yeah. Jim Acosta, this is this, this is that. And so, and so yes, and look, I think... I'm, I'm sure that 
um, the Democrats got a huge amount of money for it, but I don't think it was from the right people and I don't think it was the right... It would have been from the same old, you know, the top of the pyramid, the rich Californian and New York liberal elites who had a lot of money, who knew who Ruth Bader Ginsburg was, when, frankly, I'm not sure how many factory workers in Detroit or Milwaukee know who she is, Pittsburgh, you know, maybe they do, maybe they don't. I don't Mm. know. But it seems to me like very much that sort of upper-middle-class kind of... Uh, East Coast, West Coast liberal set who would have a lot of money to give to the Democrats. Let's not forget about that. But um, I, I don't think it's just the numbers that tell should the story. We, should we hear from an upset uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg I, th- I, th- I think, I think uh, the numbers are important, the stats are important, but let's go to the impact on the ground because <laughs> this this really tells the story. This is one of the people that are people on the street. <laughs> yeah. Holy fucking shit, you guys! I'm driving your car, but I just got a notification that Ruth Bader Ginsburg died! I've been involved in this. We've all been involved in these kinds of videos before. Not only did she decide to say it, not only did she think it, she goes, I'm going to film it. Maybe had a couple of attempts. And then later went back and then decided that, yes, I'm going to keep this up there. I'm going to put this up on TikTok. Not only that, but... I'm going to give this to the Chinese government. I've seen videos you put on the internet. What's the question here? (laughs) 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 What I want to know is that... But we should, like... So, assuming that the phone is not always just there, yeah. set to TikTok or whatever it is oh, that yeah, yeah. they do. Yeah, she planned this. So, the thing, right, so she planned it, right? So and she's on TikTok. She's, what did she do on TikTok? So she's she's, she's dancing this is, me. this is the raw moment in which she discovers that Ruth Bader Ginsburg has, has died and, and she's just uncontained. You know, she, even though she's driving a car, she's still this crazy, screaming, TikToking ball of rage. Now, surely some point between... Listening to the radio and hearing that yeah. Ruth Bader Ginsburg she died. She got a notification. Weren't you listening? It she, came up on the phone. So was she already so, TikToking? While, while, was already, <laughs> while, while, she, was, while, while she was already TikToking, though, or did she actually go, <laughs> oh, my God, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's dead. Here you go. I'm just set up the phone. <laughs> yeah. Get the camera <laughs> angle okay, right. The camera I don't want right, to say it, guys, but I think this <laughs> is the reason that Donald Trump wants to ban TikTok. Oh. That video. Oh, that is the reason. Gonna... No, if if, if 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 that if if that is what TikTok looks like, and I was Donald Trump, I'd say, you know what? You can have it. Lift the band. Come on, come back in. Come Where's back the in. dancing? You guys do it. Where's the dancing? And, and again, it I, used to be about the dancing. I'm, it used to be all about the dancing. What, what about, the, about the children? What about the, the twerking? There's no twerking. But Tw- I, twerking for Ginsburg. <laughs> That's a campaign. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm not. I'm the notorious not sure. twerker. <laughs> I think, I think the Democrats need to focus more on workers and less on twerkers. <laughs> oh, my God. You do one a week, don't you? Workers, not twerkers. <laughs> Will you commit to making sure that there is a peaceful transfer of power after the election? Well, we're going to have to see what happens. You know that I've been complaining very strongly about the ballots, and the ballots are a disaster. I and, understand that, but and, people are rioting. Do you commit to making sure that there's a no, peaceful transfer of power? We want to have get rid of the ballots, and you'll have a very trans. We'll have a very peaceful. There won't be a transfer, frankly. There'll be a continuation. Uh, the ballots are out of control. You know it. And you know who knows it better than anybody else? The Democrats know it better than anybody else. Go ahead. Okay, get rid of the ballots. Get rid of the ballots. See, this is the brilliance of it, right? He understands what a lot of people don't get, and that is no one wants democracy. 
People want the idea of democracy, right? People don't like democracies. There's a reason yeah. why, like, 80%, 90% of the world lives happily under these mm. some kind of dictatorships. He understands the game is the is no it's the appearance of democracy. Mm. Right? The you think appearance that of the is ballot. his appearance of democracy? That is him saying that yeah, there'll be a sham, there'll be an election, there'll be a this and that. But at the end of the day, whatever it takes, I'm going to do what I need to be there. Which is what Putin does. It's what they do in China. It's what they do around the world. The unfortunate reality, right? And this is mm. where the left and all of us mistakenly have lost this argument, is that people seem to like totalitarian regimes. Unfortunately. They put up with it. It happens around the world. I like how you reluctantly added, unfortunately. <laughs> well, it is. It is. It's unfortunate. But they do. You know, governments, it is, it is. governments will tell people, like, what time to wake up, what to eat, what to yep. do, this Pay and that. Cuts. They don't get toppled. Yep. They're yeah. not getting toppled. No. They should be toppled. Yeah. It's because they're not feeding their people properly. It's the problem, they don't the have problem the energy with, to topple. The problem with democracy <laughs> is it's very inefficient. I mean, you go to look at look at the way China gets. Trump said, "Screw look democracy." At the way, look at the way China. He's gone down the Putin path. Look at the way Putin's China. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Percent. Look oh, at the way China gets shit done, and look at look at the, look at India. Yeah. No chance. Like I was in India. Like China, they're building fucking trains that run on air. They're building whole cities. They do. They're, they're magnetized building super islands, fast. Yep. They're building islands out of out of the sea. Literally just building them out of the sea. Building whole cities before anyone's even moved into them. They they get you know they they, they, they need a new dam. They say to this small town of like two hundred thousand people. Would you mind just picking up and moving out? You go to you go to India. You're walking around New Delhi. Uh, and people just hanging Alice, around. Just going, Alice, oh, well. you have to answer this one. Why do people hate democracy? Can I ask you a real question? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so in Australia, yeah. when we talk about postal voting, yeah. we always say we've got to wait for the postals, the postal swing conservative. Is yeah. that the case in America? Do the postal swing conservative? Or because of COVID, are I th- we unsure? I think, I think no. a couple of things. First because thing. like, if he's trying to shut down the... Postal voting. One he would presume it's because it's a COVID thing because you know how masks, masks, Democrats, no masks, Republicans. Yep. Mm. So it is, believe it or not, and I don't know how this has happened because it is so incredibly fucking stupid, but... That, but basically, if you think COVID is really scary and the Democrat yep. position is you have to think COVID is really, really scary and has to be stopped at all costs, the Republican position is that nothing should stop um, the economy from ticking over and needs to be managed or whatever and masks take away our freedom, what, 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 what. So the theory is that Democrat voters will be scared of gathering in, in large numbers at yeah. polling booths and therefore be more likely to no, mail in no, their No, you're wrong about that. That's not what this game is. He's playing the totalitarian game. He's playing the hard man game. This is chaos in the election. Sure, he wants one group and this to be excluded and that might help him with an edge, but that's not what this is about. This is the whole kind of hard man, um, you know, tough guy. I'm, I'm, not, not, I'm, I'm not convinced, but I'm not sure if you were with me a minute it. ago. <laughs> I said <laughs> democracies are very inefficient. In fact, someone said, someone actually said to me just the other day, I said, Wouldn't I ever- love democracy. I no, just wish so, everyone else did but too. I, but I love, look, I'm a fan of the old sort of, you know, the, the golden age of the 1990s, well, where the, there was centre left, centre left government, the benevolent dictatorship. Centre left government, centre right government. And because all governments are basically the same, the problems of government are basically the same, whether you're Liberal or Labour. As long as you've got half a brain, the solutions are pretty obvious and they know what you have to do, which is why... Exactly. What this government... Why Scott Morrison's about to go on a stimulus spending spree. Exactly. The if likes you, of if... which a Liberal Party's never That's seen. That's right. If you just change the word Liberal to Labor on Scott Morrison's bio and mm. then we all just snapped our fingers and came back to life and didn't know Look, what happened, everything. this is exactly is this, what a Labor government is, this is doing. Rant should be doing. about dictatorship?
to Dan. Is that what this really is I about? Did You're not trying say, to justify I did not mention a word. No, Victoria. I'm not. This is no. We're not talking about dictator Dan, and that's not a term that I would use. It but, just did. No. <laughs> Sam, Sam calls him democracy Dan. Yeah, I call him. I, oh, hey, hey, hey. I'm, I'm here standing with him, okay? Look at me standing. <laughs> He's standing, I'm standing with, with Dan. Yeah. Right? I stand with Sam. There is modelling for that curfew, Dan. Yeah. Um, no, no, but, but again, you find this in. Uh, it's, you find this around the world and governments everywhere, um, when they start going down this path of being tougher on rules and tougher on restrictions and shutdowns and lockdowns, like even in New South Wales, right, as much as I hate things like the lockdown laws and that, they're really popular, right? Mm. How do you feel about lockout laws, though? I don't, I don't like them either. <laughs> All right, can I move on quickly uh, mm. to a interesting tweet that we got this week? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was from a, uh, a man called at Jamie Left Peg on Twitter. Oh, yes, yes. He found yep. a strange piece of scripture in his mailbox, which uh, is a product of amazing truth publications in Thompsonville, Illinois, that he uh, he told me that he got from the Tree of Life. But if you have a read of it, <gasps> uh, among the, it, it, the top of the page says it's infallibility. Among the 27 propositions known as the, quote, Dictates of Hildebrand. Oh, I like the dictates of Hildebrand. Now, I did a, a wee Google. Uh, Hildebrand is the birth name of Pope Gregory the Seventh, who right. we all know lived from 1015 to 1085. Yep. He wrote 27 Hilbo. dictates. Yeah. Back so when I, the Pope was someone you could trust, <laughs> so, well, someone I mean, you could rely on, uh, someone who could raise an army. This Pope, I have to and say, was... And move some people to one parish to ch- another. He Can was charged some? with necromancy, torture of a, a friend Everyone upon a bed of that. nails, commissioning an assassination attempt, execution without trials, unjust excommunication, doubting the real presence of the Eucharist and even burning the Eucharist. That's so, what I tell so you. He was, got shit done. Was, I thought this would be a great sentence. Yes, I love okay. this. I love this. As a, as, a, as a permanently lapsed Catholic, this really appeals to and me. Listen, and listen, the angels are behind oh. you. I've actually been I've actually been giving it some thought because you know how the Catholic Church is opposed to voluntary euthanasia? Mm-hmm. I've, I've come up with a solution to it. Involuntary euthanasia. It's when someone needs a quick and merciful death yeah. but doesn't necessarily want to go. Yeah. Just send them to me and I get to decide. It's like, all right, you or can go, you can do go. Do you, you kill them go. or do you just decide if they should die? No, well, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's euthanasia. So it's, you know... It's, 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 it's job creation here. Someone yeah, else gets to do that. You can't just, do everything. That's true. You need a team. Yeah. yeah you don't have a supervisor, so someone, OHS issues. Yeah, and people, and people could come to me and say, you know, <laughs> Pope Gregory, Pope Hildebrand... I've got this, you know. So you want to run a hit squad? You got a political problem? Yeah. You just come up to me. You could just. I, I like to think of it as unplug the ventilator. I like to think of it as Nirvana unplugged. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Are we having entire segments for your puns? Not so live in New York. Oh. <laughs> Beautiful music just That's makes it get even some worse. Letters. There'll be letters. G'day, it's Dan Ganane here from the Get Em Onside Sports Bed podcast. Now, I'm not saying you should stop listening to the podcast you're listening to right now and switch over to us, but I am saying you should think about it. We talk a bit of rugby league, but we talk plenty of other things as well. Basically, all the little things in life that annoy us. So, Joel Kane, Sean Omerod, myself, Dan Ganane, it is Get Em Onside. Now, enjoy the rest of your podcast. Okay, it's time for my personal favourite segment of the podcast. It's another Twitter quiz. Who typed it? Who typed it? Can I just 
no, as a side point, I was thinking about this today. There aren't any female game show hosts in Australia, bar Cornelia oh, Francis, who did uh, the um, uh, Weakest Link. Yeah, Why don't we yes. have female game show hosts? We sell people well, who Could this be my audition to be a female game show host? You've got the governess on the chase. That's just her But no, but she's like an expert. She's not the host. No. I'm you know, not. Beefer keeps the host. Come on. All right. Yeah. Okay. So He's this girly, week. Though. Yeah, sure. Why would I? Okay. Here we go. This week, who typed it? Donald Trump or Joe Exotic? That's right. Oh. Joe Exotic, the Tiger King. Here we go. Now, uh, we will do one at a time. Uh, you don't need to use buzzers because we'll just, I'll go to you. So, who said it? Donald Trump or Joe Exotic, number one to Joe Hildebrand. Quote. He is a little man with a little dick and a limp and he's bald and he's got to pay everyone to have sex with him. <laughs> Said by Donald Trump, not about Donald Trump. <laughs> You think, right? you, you think that he's not bald. Uh, you think it was uh, Donald Trump or Joe Exotic that said that? Well, I think it's a trick, so I'm going to say Donald Trump. If you fall for that, ladies and gentlemen, you're worse than a bunch of nuts in a squirrel tree. That's right, oh. it was Joe Exotic. So that is a wrong answer. Okay, Sam, quote, I've been on the cover of Hollywood magazine twice. Well, Trump, because he did in the Trump voice. Let's find out. Fuck yeah! No, it was oh. Joe Exotic. Oh. This okay. is tricky. It's like a double double trick. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you're a, like a triple agent. You're you're, you're in, inceptioning us. Yeah. <laughs> or tenant, which I haven't seen yet. <laughs> Quote: We say no to drugs because drugs make your teeth fall out and you get really ugly and don't have any friends. <laughs> well, that that is Joe Exotic again. It, is it about them or by them? Um, <laughs> I'm going friends. to say Trump again because it sounds too much like Joe Exotic. It'd be too easy, so I'm going to say Trump. Oh, no. <sighs> no, it was Joe Exotic. Okay, okay back this to is Sam. not going well. Quote, people would vote for me. They just would. Why? Maybe because I'm so good looking. Joe Exotic. You're fired. No. Oh, my God. That was she Donald Trump. Gaming okay, us. okay. See, I finally figured out how to make this quiz she good. Is, I thought that was a theme. The current score she is... She's reverse, is... reverse psychology <laughs> us. The current score is nil all. Okay, back to you, Joe. Quote, yeah. she is unattractive both inside and oh, out. I fully understand why her former husband left her for a man. Oh, well, that's definitely Donald Trump. His, his relationship counselling is second to none. Correct. Okay, Sam, back to you. It is now one nil. Statistically, Joe. I should do better just by, like, you know, guessing. <laughs> yeah, it's 50-50 right. yeah. every time. Yeah. Okay, all right, here we go. Quote, she is not a stupid woman. She makes everybody else do her dirty work. He's got his little cult and I've got my little cult. Well, sorry. And I've got my little cult, you know. That was a good pronunciation save. Okay. I think that is Joe Exotic talking about uh, some of his enemies. That's Joe Exotic for sure. Correct. Oh, okay, well one all. Back to you, Joe. Old Carol Baskin. What's she up to these Quote, days? Quote, you uh, know, it really oh. doesn't matter what the media write as long as you've got a young, beautiful piece of ass. That's Donald Trump. Correct. Okay, 2-1 to Joe. Back to you, Sam. Quote, they're investigating something that never happened. Joe Exotic. Quiet, quiet, quiet. Damn it. No, that was Trump. Okay, so Joe, you're still one up at this point. Quote. God, this is not going well. I'm outspoken, good looking, love to party and have fun. Donald Trump. Carol Baskin. That was Joe Exotic. Oh. Okay, back yeah, to Sam. Joe He's still 2-1 to Joe. Quote. We're going to make an honest woman out of this bitch. 
Joe Exotic. Correct. Okay, it is to all. all Back right. to Joe. Quote. My fingers are long and beautiful. Oh, yeah. As it has been well documented. That is Donald Trump, definitely. Correct. Okay, 3 Damn 2. It. Back to you, Sam. Quote That lady profits $1.5 million sucking on your heartstrings. <laughs> oh, my God. I did okay. not see the word heartstrings coming. <laughs> I was going to say, because if there was someone earning $1.5 million <laughs> sucking on something else, then I would assume that it was uh, Trump. But no, I'm going to say Joe with this one. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Okay, oh, so drama. it is three all. Shall we do a tiebreaker? Oh tie whoever tie gets it first, okay. whoever buzzes in. Here okay. is the quote. Quote, you can see how they go from being so sweet to tearing <laughs> your face Trump. off just like that. And oh. it's amazing to have that range. Well, I'm going to say Joe Exotic. You blew your load early I again. For $1.5 million. That's your heartstring. That's oh. not your load. So, you're Sam saying I've said Donald Trump. I've, no, Donald Trump? Sam's got it. And the answer is... And it's Carol Baskin. Oh. It's Carol Baskin. Oh, my God. That's terrifying. Oh, Who currently tiger. is on Dancing with the Stars, or should I say just got voted out in week two. Um, and uh, whoever is the genius Or should I say producer, Living the Dream? Have you ever been asked to do Dancing with the Stars, actually? Uh, I'm not a liberty to talk about that. Yes. Okay, that's a yes. And maybe he's doing it next year. Um, so... I the Tiger. Oh yes, is the first song so that I she did, tiger. and she wears tiger print, not lion print, but wow. tiger print. Um, and then week two, she did a. She was like another tiger okay. body did part. Trump, is it like tail of the did tiger? Did you see the Trump interview when Trump got questioned about whether or not he pardoned Joe Exotic? Oh, and he's been yes. dancing around that as a bit of a, a media play. Do you want to see, see what he said? We've got it. Here we go. I don't know. I know nothing about it. He has 22 years for what? What did he do? He allegedly hired someone to murder an animal rights activist, but he said that he didn't do that. And he was. You think he didn't do it? Are you on his side? Uh, well, I, are, you, are you recommending sides, a pardon? Uh, no, I'm, I'm not advocating anything. As a reporter, you're not allowed to do that. You'd be criticized by these. Would you recommend a pardon? I'm not weighing it on time. I don't papers. think you would. I don't think you would. Go ahead. Do you have a question? Like I'll take a look. Is that Joe Exotic? That's yeah. Joe Exotic. Oh. <laughs> Brilliant. I just love no, it. That poor journalist help. got slammed, right? Media, social Why? media, establishment saying, you got to ask the president a question. It was kind of from some smaller kind of publication. That's what you asked. That ran on that's the news awesome for question. I was going to say... And that's what's wrong with this stupid, humorless hive mentality. So if Kim Kardashian had asked him to pardon Joe Exotic, oh, yeah. he yeah, would have done it. not really... A, oh, can you he imagine Joe Exotic it, showing up in you know, um, a Kanye clip? My job, I'm not sure if Kim's going to show up in a Kanye clip, but <laughs> if Joe Exotic got out and then came and started working on the Kanye for president campaign. If Kanye was president, do you think he would pardon Joe Exotic? I think such crazy shit would happen that the jails would just be open. <laughs> be imagine, if, imagine if Kanye was president of the United States and Pete Evans was prime minister of Australia. They'd get along really shit well. Shit would be awesome. It would just be awesome. People would die, but it'd be worth it. Yeah, yeah, just to see what happens. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just, we're just Maybe so lucky that we're so close. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we've got time for in this episode of I'm Usually More Professional. We will be back next Thursday afternoon with, I'm sure Joe Hildebrand's got a bag full of puns that he really needs to let loose while he's uh, currently unemployed. Uh, you can rate and review us on <laughs> iTunes. Uh, we'll do a quick final word before we go. Sam, um, 
I can't help but notice you've brought props. Oh, well, oh, not, it's not like me cheap. at all. Uh, and this is a really we're, good we're move. We're not in the same You are cheapening, you are this cheapening was, the standard of this. This was a really good move for an audio kind of medium was to bring in some photos. <laughs> the internet went a little bit nuts yeah. because Biden photos of him in his 20s suddenly got leaked out. Hot Biden. Hot oh. Biden. Right? I mean, that, that one hot photo of him, and it's a bit scaly, and uh, and it's, it's, there's one hot photo of him did the rounds, and everyone was a bit surprised. But when you go to their childhood photos, you've got a Donald Trump who looks like a pageant, and blonde hair, by the way, right? Yep. Completely different facial structure. Wow. And Joe Biden, honestly, looks like one of the monsters, right? <laughs> but he's got one <laughs> of those good. old-timey photos. Those ones that, you know, the ones that you had to kind of sit yeah. in front of the photo for like 20 minutes. Because it was taken in 1875. And, and then I didn't realize this. His childhood photo has him wearing a suit and a tie. Mm. And the reason is this. Having a photo was so new. It was such a big deal that you'd prepare your child for a week for the day this was going to be his photo because they probably mm. thought he'd have five of them in his lifetime. Yeah. He's old. He's That's your old. final word. That's my final Joe, word. Joe, Joe Biden's old. Okay. Do you isn't the circulating... <laughs> and it was the, hot for a little while. Isn't the circulating of the young, hot version of yourself kind of an admission that you've just the campaign's just sort of run out of other ideas? No, <laughs> I've got nothing left. Okay. How come they Look, never we, know, the ho- we know he's crazy now. We know, we know his brain's turned to mush and he doesn't know what town he's in. But back in the old day, he was pretty well, hot. It's a kind of a weird thing. It's kind of it's such a male thing too, isn't it? Like they don't like... Hillary, they never did that. With Hillary, had was you know quite pretty. I mean, still is. You know. No, they released photo- young That's photos of them as a couple when you? Bill looked like yeah. a stoner. <laughs> Joe, final word, please. Thank you. Uh, Florida. Okay, it's tight. <laughs> it's a place. It's it's a place. Uh, not that Joe Biden knows that, but um, it's 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 tight. It is very very Toy. tight. And also, there are two different types of um, Hispanics. There are Cuban. Hispanic. You're going to get yourself to such a mess. Mexican and Spanish. There no, is no, and no Cubans, point you're going to get out of this Cub- well. No, no, but the Cubans uh, are all, all fled Castro. Yes, they're very Florida, conservative. They're all, all conservative. And they are all coming out to play in, the, in Florida. Like it's like one point, it's nothing. And then you've got weird stuff happening in Wisconsin and, uh, and Michigan, but not in Pennsylvania, which is almost the exact same demographic. So... There's, there's quite a tight margin in um, Pennsylvania. I think it's only about three or four. But yep. in Wisconsin and Michigan, it's up above the sixes. To what extent is that you just can't poll during COVID? And to think you thought I was going to say something cheap and flippant and funny. Oh, well, you can just watch that episode of 30 Rock where uh, all the people from Florida come up to New York and sing that songs about catching crabs. Only makes sense if you've seen 30 Rock. Uh, um, can I give, can I <laughs> Great give my... Great cultural reference to the like, <laughs> mid-2000s. 2016. Um, can I give my final word to a TV uh, movie that's coming out on Sunday? Yes. On Stan. It yes. is called The Comey Rule. It is based loosely on James Comey's book. Loosely. It's called The Comey Rule. No, no, no. But like, I mean, it's is a it, fictionalized version of... James Comey's book it, is based loosely book. on real life. Well, no. It's the book. It's like his scenes that he has written in the book, plus they've added some other stuff oh. in. Um uh, so it follows from him when he becomes FBI director under Obama, then through the 2016 campaign, the Hillary emails, the Russian hacking, all that kind of stuff, through to when he's working under Trump and then fired and then uh, and testing before Congress. But guess which Australian makes an appearance? Let me guess. I bet Alice Workman. Alexander Downer. Oh, really? Because of course. Really? Of course. Oh, of course. Yes, when, of course he, when, when he has the gin and tonic. The, the but does he George play himself? Who plays him? Uh, so this is the thing. Uh, a British actor plays him doing what I think is the worst South Australian accent I've ever heard. He sounds like a Kiwi. And also, how rude. I actually think that what Alexander Downer did, the cables and stuff, was such a huge part of what ended up being the the Mueller investigation. 
He's in one brief scene. They do not use his name. I mean, that's just rude. Mm. And in the uh, what they get they get a, they get someone to do a Kiwi accent as a South Australian accent. It's just I a mean, story of his life, isn't it? <laughs> and like, thought, it's, just when you think you're in the box seat, the things that batter, the things that batter. The things I thought the fishnets would be the most embarrassing thing that happened yeah. to Downer, but no, absolutely. And, and, you know, and given so the your suggestion, by and you want to close on, is a movie that was so good it went straight to television in the time of cable. No, it's a telly. It's, it's a, te- a telly. It's, like, it's, a, it's on cable in America. It's on Stan here. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so I recommend There's this thing called it. TV it streaming. Like you how does watch, it work? It's like television, but on the internet. You know how we've got a podcast and we put the video yep. on the internet? Do you have a job with one of them too? <laughs> oh, no, no. But. Also, I should say, the guy that plays uh, Jared Kushner is a dead ringer, like creepy dead ringer for Kushner. And the guy who plays Obama, pretty good Obama voice, um, an Irish actor. When did you see this? Sure it's not just Justin Trudeau in blackface. When did no. you see this? I watched it last night. Do you get like advanced like footage? Can you see stuff? I first? asked for a screener. Yes. Oh jeez, that is that's awesome. Can you do that for everything? Can you do that for like the boys? I, I only did, did it you for say this I'm because the I wanted to write Did you say I'm the host it? of a really influential podcast? No, I said I write a column in the Australian newspaper. It's on page two, Monday to wow. Friday, and I really want to write about this thing before it comes out. And it took three days to get it because I had to ask America for permission, and then I only got access to it for 24 hours. So I watched it. It's good. Okay, thanks for that. Right, awesome. Anyway, that's it's a that's new it. segment. That's next, it. Next Great. week, the first presidential uh, debate in reviews. Um, hey, look, if someone wants to send me a review of a show, I'll be brutally honest. You know, you know when you go from being on TV to reviewing TV, <laughs> that your career trajectory is Next really week, I'm going to make a pasta dish. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> next week, segment. the first Soon presidential debate is in Ohio. <laughs> send all of your ideas to Joe underscore Hillsbrand on Twitter and all of your complaints to Sam Dasyari. Uh, we will be back here next Thursday. Uh, see you then. Thanks Woo! for listening. See ya. Bye. Bye.